Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And before an excellent podcast, quick shout out to our sponsor, Brex. Brex is a credit card for startups, the first one ever. It's fantastic. They don't require a personal guarantee by the founder. That is a huge, huge deal. Also has great integration with QuickBooks, which makes life easy for your accountant. And finally, they have really good rewards. They do startup-centric rewards, so like bonuses on ride-sharing and travel and eating out and things like that, all things that appeal to the whole team at a startup. So check out Brex, and if you go through their sign-up and type in Cruise, you get a discount. Hopefully you enjoy Brex, and thanks so much, guys, for sponsoring the podcast. Thanks. Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orner, Cruise Consulting, and my very special guest is Aman man from Procurify. Welcome, Aman. Thank you very much, Scott. Very happy to be here and excited to uh, get into a conversation. Awesome. So we have, uh, Procurify popped onto Cruise Consulting's uh, map like probably a year ago, but we're seeing actually you guys get a lot of penetration in our client base. And we actually just did a joint event together. So I wanted to have you on the podcast and hear the story straight straight from the founder CEO. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate it. Uh, we haven't secretly been trying to tackle your customer base so you guys pay attention to us. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, it's working. It's working. <laughs> well, maybe you could start off by telling everyone how you had like that ama- the the idea for Procurify. Like how'd you get there? Sure. Um, you know, obviously for not trying to sound on the sake of salesy, but, um, you know, it's actually been a true passion of mine to just look at problem solving in in life and, uh, ended up, um, really finding a fascinating realm around operations uh, and operation management, um, you know, really taken back from the time of like Toyota where they you know, developed the lean uh, systems and lean Six Sigma. You know, as we were starting to go into organizations um, and, and to look at the, like I actually found a passion to like this puzzle solving problem within organizations. And I realized I needed to, you know, go hone my skills and principles and go pick up, a, you know, what they call the black belt of lean Six Sigma. It's just crazy I, I don't know why they chose the karate terms but they did and uh were, were you like working at ge back in the day or something or how did, <laughs> how did six six, uh, six no, sigma? I, I mean i remember that from business school but well it's, it's so uh, funny like i grew up with technology in my life and i started to work for these different organizations and it was just crazy to see kind of the the rigor and, and effect of negative processes that people were trying to implement uh like without technology it's like okay we want to make a change in our processes but uh, you know there was no technology to support the efficiency we're at the stage in society where technology is a tool to take us to that next stage and a lot of these organizations weren't leveraging these new tools to to scale up into the next stage of their their background and so i found it very uh, challenging and i was always coming from a technology standpoint in organizations and i realized you know there's these amazing principles around operations and so i went back to school to actually uh go uh, hone my skills there and that's where i actually met my two co-founders and uh, something that was a theme for us was really around this digital transformation that organizations were going for and you know it, it was it was happening right in front of us and you know we started to go into more and more organizations uh, and found that this this realm of back office or this idea of process in the organization these these underlying processes that nobody was paying attention weren't really getting the ability to transform and so when we started to look at it there was really no technology systems built for kind of what we what they now you know have buzzwords consumerization of enterprise right and so 
that's really where the fundamental piece came from and, and on, on kind of like the vision of where we were headed with technology and organizations. But then what was really kind of mind boggling to us was that everyone was so focused on money coming into organizations, but there was like nothing <laughs> around money going out of organizations except yeah, for like yeah. this traditional mindset around uh, let's be very reactive and push it all to finance and they're going to look at this information which comes to them in really really latency kind of methods um, and then it's also ad hoc at that and they're supposed to come up with a strategy for something that's already happened you're just you're hitting all my talking points I always <laughs> like to say that the tools or the software we use like Procurify gives us and our clients really good processes like business processes yeah. because it's clearly defined it's best to breed it's amazing and then you also are bringing transparency and that's really what you're talking about in that last example like half the time when money's getting spent people don't people don't know it's getting spent like i have these conversations with the ceos the startup ceos all the time I'm like what we spent how much on web services or yeah. how much was our amazon you know or yeah. why did we buy all that apparel or whatever whatever it is and you guys making it more transparent is really powerful. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, it's it's been a very interesting journey on that because we initially started with digital transformation, the idea of taking organizations' processes and getting them more efficient and effective, uh, and that was a leverage of technology for that state. And then we found, okay, on the next stage, where we need to build for end users, get that consumerization phase going, and then we started to see, you know, two other trends pop up, which was. Um, the changing role of the back office, like with data, with real-time insights, uh, you know, coming to them, they were now kind of, it, it, was, it was a different mindset developing in, right? Like the CFO was more of a strategic player. Operations could be, you know, each role was now more strategic because information wasn't delivered post-action. It was, you know, real-time yeah. sync, right? You say that beautifully in like a very simple way, but it's incredibly powerful. Like. If you, I'm kind of older, I'm 42, so I've worked in companies where like pre all <laughs> tools like Procurify. Yeah. And so like people just didn't know what was happening. And yeah. then it's like three months later, you start seeing what, what the decisions are made three months ago. Right. You know? And, and I, I, I don't like to scare, you know, use scare tactics, but like the reality of like times that are, are turbulent, like recessions and those things, it's usually when everything is uncovered and it's uncovered too yes. late. So you're dealing with, and even today's realm of time, we try to move so fast and break things, you know, the, 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 the Facebook methodology and building these companies and staying competitive and, you know, the technology is disrupting, but we we make really quick decisions now, but we're not necessarily thinking about uh, things uh, other than sometimes in a reactive state. And that's where I find layoffs, project cuts, uh, companies shutting down just because they over leverage that speed, but aren't really also thinking about kind of how to manage scale. Your point about the, the recession and that's when people start digging is there's a, what's the old saying like the tide goes out and you see who's swimming naked. Kind of thing. <laughs> um, I like that thing. I've heard I, of it. I like it's it. A, yeah. I've been through two monster recessions, the 2001, yeah. you know, one and the 2008, nine. And I've worked in investment banking and venture capital in those different ones. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, for the audience, like think about this stuff now, because there's been so many conversations I've had with management teams where an extra million or $2 million was, is, is literally the difference between a successful company and not. And if you can yeah. just. They like we'll be going through like especially in the, the 08, 09, 2010 recession, going through past spend decisions 
and and just being like, oh, if we only would have caught that and only would have made a better decision here, we'd have another million dollars or two million, whatever it is. Right. And, it, and, and you look back in hindsight and you're like, oh my God. And then the other thing for venture capital backed startups is that money you spent is you actually technically a loan. Like if there's a preferred yeah, liquidation yeah. preference on your yeah. company. And so like that wasn't free money. That was a a million dollars or two million dollars that you have to you have to sell your company for more to eclipse that liquidation preference and so there's been many times where i've seen companies that were just on the verge of eclipsing their liquidation preference in you know this is a tough market selling in a recession kind of thing yeah but couldn't get there and they wasted a couple if they just would have had a couple more million dollars have been a little smarter yeah it'd be a different story so right that just that little little extra leverage that you have yeah oh gosh you're gonna and the awesome thing for you is starting a company that performs really well in recessions. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna be like the guy driving a Cadillac. And, and, and that, uh, you'll be feeling good, but hopefully you don't go there. Hopefully yeah, yeah, no, I know, I keep know. Keep going. But you know that was kind of uh, the idea for us. You know, just back on the recession was like I looked out at like tre- the trends and the patterns. You know, you can see them in the different forms and you know I was like why did uh, why did the society act so reactive right uh, what, what was the reactive state of all like you know the, this economy and you realize like you don't pay attention to what matters till it's after the fact right everyone loves money coming in which is a variable and actually money going out can be managed as as a fixed kind of state but we we manage them in different terms right like we money coming in to us is always like oh it's just going to happen it's always going to happen and it's fixed and we're like never thinking about money going out because it's like oh yeah whatever i'll go in and out it'll be fine but you know the leverage and the smart way is actually flipping it back right it's so true i mean yesterday i had this because part of our role for our cruise clients is to is to be a little bit of like the hey you might be spending too much money right now and i one of my favorite founders we we worked with her for like three years she's amazing entrepreneur and i like kind of had to get her on the phone yesterday and be like hey i think you could probably tighten this up a hundred thousand dollars like yeah i'm serious you know and she was like well we're ramping for our raise and you know and i'm like you know your burn is, is a little high, you may not be able to raise the money you think you can because your burn is so high. That's like an actual right? input. Yeah. And so, and, and she was so appreciative and gracious. It's kind of a tough message to deliver, and, but you need to deliver it. But I think the coming back to your guys' uh, software tools, like you're making this available for CEOs so that they can, they don't need like, I mean, we're, obviously this is a role we play where we're, we're bringing this stuff up with them. Yeah. But they're also seeing it more in real time, so it's less of a shock to them, or it's less of a come to Jesus conversation. Yeah. It's like they know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And you know, uh, so after that CFO layer, where they, you know, or giving these back office more strategic position to play, uh, there was one final realm that connected that all together for us, and that's you know where we're, we've been developing into spend culture, what we what we like to package it up as, and it's basically allowing. You know, okay, you have three purposes, mastery, autonomy, and purpose inside organizations. You have to spend money inside companies. This is a reality. You have to. But if you're able to do it in a way that gives the autonomy to the end user so they can make the decisions they need to, because what I find on the other side of that is is the with ad hoc processes, you're just putting in a significant amount of policies inside your organization, which constrains the actual company from making smart, quick decisions. So if you if you're if you're removing policies and you're putting a system in place that allows you to get real-time uh, tangible information. And so that end users can quickly achieve their goals they need, but at the same time, the organization as an aggregate is managed 
then you're, 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 you've got best of both worlds. You, you don't need fundamental control and you don't give away the relaxed idea of do whatever you want. It's, it's bringing those together from the end users getting what they need done. And that comes from change management, right? Build something, give, give tips on something that allows them to get the change management inside their organization quickly, but still allows everyone to do what they're, what's necessary. Well, you're, you're unbottlenecking a lot of people. You know, like, I mean, think about how many people are sitting around needing some type of approval for something yeah, every day and you're making that so much faster, you know? So uh, I really do believe that you, you, your tools make companies move faster. It's pretty cool. Uh, I appreciate that. And, and, and that's the yeah. ultimate goal coming from the understanding of money and how sticky it is. And you know, it's, it's, it's an icky topic, right? Like I, I use this silly word like icky, but it is, it's like, man, who wants to talk about money? Who wants to talk about like the money that you're spending, right? Like nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody well, wants to deal with that. For different reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah for different yeah. reasons, right? Yeah. And it's like, so how do you bring all of that together in a way that doesn't make it uncomfortable conversation? And so making companies move faster is just around removing that idea of what money is. And it should not it should be a positive vessel for organizations to leverage, not reactive and, and terrifying conversations that ends up happening. The funny thing is we're used to talking about money, but you're right. Sometimes people, they don't want to talk about it or they don't want to talk about it because they don't know. They, they, yeah, they're kind of uninformed. Exactly. And so having that conversation, having the tools to see this stuff is, is huge. So, so, that's, so that's, that's how you had – so you brought all these trends together yeah. and then we're like – I got it. Purify? Is that how it happened? <laughs> I wish it was that easy. Yeah. It's been a, it's been an interesting journey just to see this landscape and this whole uh, idea of like what it's like to deal with this backend sticky process. And like, it's been a journey to build a product and um, value uh, more so to organizations around this space because you start to realize, you know, what it is uh, at the different stages and scales and how people are thinking about money and how they manage it inside their organization and developing through that, um, you know, systematically uh, and progressing as a product and as a company to help organizations around that. It's, it's a journey, right? Like we're, we're trying every day to get better at it and improve from where we started um, around how we can actually create value. Uh, and like you said, to help companies move faster and smarter um, in the way they're, where they're managing their money. I love it. I love it. Good for you. Well, maybe you could talk about some of the the um, features or what what Procurify does as a, as a yeah, piece of software. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's funny. Uh, we're not an analytics tool. Like, we don't just come and sit on top of your platform. We actually deliver you a product that's not just based on technology, but actually simplifying a process within your organization or adapting a process within your organization. So we give every user in the company, you know, the the ability to request. Uh, and through that request phase uh, or capturing spend, uh, we, we look at you know whether you're making a request or an expense uh, and or uh, proactive expense, you know which we're moving into, um, you know whether however you're deciding to spend money, we have an app that you can do that. And then through the process in which your company operates, we have different approval processes that allows your you know your uh, team lead or or the you know the higher ups wherever you know, the side ups you know whatever you call them uh, to kind of 
take a look and make the right decision uh, with, with the data that's been provided. And then either it's uh, sent to a centralized purchasing team or you have a decentralized purchasing team, um, you know, or you have a decentralized end user that's making their own spend and spend decisions. We really just give you the software that allows you to manage your organization in the most strategic way possible. And so that's approval processes, requisitions, expense, uh, receiving AP, so we handle some invoices, and and you know we're moving into the payments processing phase of this, and um, so uh, our goal is to really automate and be the background in people's lives, um, so that you just spend the least amount of time possible on us. Like we don't want you to be spending more time on our system. We want you to spend the least amount of time on our system and just get out of your way, so you focus on the things that matter to you. Do some the quick clicks. What's what's it like a hypothetical flow? Is it like someone needs to buy a piece? of software or a piece of equipment and they're entering in the Purify system and it's, it's moving up yeah. for approval flow or how to how to help people visualize what the sure. software Sure, so is. I mean like it, it's different forms. So like either internally you could have a ad hoc flow of like you need this item and so you can fill in the, uh, the oh, quick, uh, so it's the a request. Flow. Yeah, so cool. a request. Um, or you, you know, so there's a few different flows, right? So there's the request. Uh, I might have a catalog uh, built out for the company. So you know, you, you might just go in and pick an item that's already in the catalog. We might have an integration into one of your suppliers. So you just go on Amazon and click like, hey, I need these five things, and it shoots it over into Procureify. And so then somebody will get a notification based on the the structure you have to say whether it's uh, to approve this, check the budget in real time. Um, And once approved, it's either automatically purchased or it's sent to a team to purchase or you go buy it yourself. Um, So it's really those different forms. And then we also have that layer of expense, which we call reactive spending or just, you know, you know, quick uh, individual synced items that you need to buy. Like maybe I'm going to go to Starbucks. I still need to file a receipt and, and an expense so I can go do that. Who's your, maybe talk about who your target market is. You know, are you SMB? Are you enterprise? What, who yeah, are you going I, I, after? So our goal has always been mid-market companies, actually. I, I really, so when you're a very small business, you don't really necessarily have processes in place. You know, you're still kind of figuring that out and they're ch- ever-changing processes. But I find that in mid-market companies, they're typically solidifying their processes at their stage, but they're not at the stage of enterprise where I find like, they don't really necessarily care uh, what their process is, whether good or bad. They just want you to like build it their way. Like I'm just being very honest, right? Like yeah, change yeah, management yeah, is yeah. very difficult the larger you yeah. get. And so I really want to support these companies that haven't been able to afford uh, like these massive ERP systems that are like best debris and like massive costs. Like we want to build a simplified product that gets into as many people's hands that love best practice um, and is cost effective for them to use, right? And I find yeah. that mid-market stage is really exciting. Well, also as a SaaS tool, it's so easy to get up and running and yeah, in exactly. that mid-market, in, in, in our client base, we're all venture capital-backed startups. So we may be, we're, we're a specific type of small business. We're small business that are scaling very quickly. Very so rapidly, they, yeah. they tend to have kind of the spend traits of like yes. a mid-market company. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we, we're using you guys. because like, but, it, but you said it there very well. Like, again, by implementing Procurify, you're actually building like an actual business process. Yes. And it's easy for people to follow along. They understand how it works. They can visualize it through the app. It's, it's actually a really nice tool. I appreciate that. Um, not just for not just like to for software, but actually to it affects like the business user, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, I really like what you said, which is like you know that scaling up really fast. And I, I implore anybody to start thinking about putting good processes in place early on, because 
the later stages you grow and you start to think about these processes, the more difficult it is to implement something that can actually help you because it just becomes way too clustered inside these organizations for change management to occur. Or, I agree with you on that, that makes total sense, or you have made a colossal mistake on something yes. and, and then a crazy amount of money got spent yeah, or something yeah. and then your reaction. So it's kind of like having a good CFO firm or a good HR <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah. You know, Procurify is the same thing. Like, get ahead of it, get put it in early, yeah. so you don't have that uh, crazy expense that would have paid for three years of Procurify. Yeah, if you just would have caught <laughs> that know. one thing. One right? thing. Yeah. I mean, that's that's literally. I mean, you're we're in similar businesses in the sense that people when they their financials are messed up because yeah. they're working with someone not great right, and they yeah. can't raise the round or something weird's happening or M and A is going sideways. They'll call us. And you're the same way, probably. Like, yeah, yeah, oh my absolutely. gosh, Bob, Bob, and Bob spent twenty five thousand dollars without any approval, yeah, yeah. and we can't let that happen again. Yeah. We need your system, right? And so, the no, if you the get a hard goes stuff, up into some high six figures, we've oh, seen. It's I believe crazy. it. I believe it. Yeah, there's actually a good case study. You should um, right now, like right this moment, we're recording. I think September okay, eighteenth. Yeah. Uh, Jason Lemkin from Saster, who I love. Me too. Um, one of his one of his team members bought Cvent. Oh yeah, who wasn't authorized to, to buy it. Right, this is a classic situation you could have solved for them. That's and I think so it was like true. a thirty seven thousand dollar annual subscription. Yeah, he's going and, at them right now on Twitter, which is hilarious. yeah, which I don't actually I don't necessarily agree with, but I think he's it's he's saying it's a learning moment. Whatever, yeah, but, yeah. But my my point actually is classic example of someone yeah. spending $37,000 yeah, exactly. that shouldn't have spent it and if they were using your tool that wouldn't have happened you know I and love so, it I love it <laughs> so I think I think there's there's examples everywhere when you just start, start to look for it and I think kind of certainly back don't be the, the company that waits until there's a recession or funding gets tight to start looking at this stuff like be proactive put it in place it'll pay for itself that's the great thing about it yeah I agree and I appreciate that and it's, it's very true and I love Jason Lumpkin and I think he's just amazing in size and his uh, all of his tweets um, but uh, yeah you're right it's just you know getting uh, ahead of the curve that's it right as fast as possible it pays for itself yeah. it pays for itself well what about you You guys are working on some some pro new product launch uh, stuff do you want to kind of yeah. share that with the audience or uh, your new features yeah I appreciate that uh, you know we're, we're actually focused on you know we've been very much focused on process driven mindset uh, inside organizations and building a product around process but we're also now really focusing on that technology layer and one of those areas is really you know taking expense to from the reactive state to proactive state and so we're launching our virtual cards and debit cards uh, credit cards, which allows organizations um, to manage kind of that idea of if, if I have to make a quick decision, uh, at least I'm aware of it before it's actually done. So if I have, you know, somebody, if I need to go spend 20 bucks or 25 bucks at Starbucks, which probably now it's like $50 for two drinks, I don't even know anymore. It's like just ridiculous. It's just like I can. I, everyone in the organization will have a physical card as well as the ability for virtual cards. That's and, nice. And so, That's nice. yeah, if I request that money, it, uh, and it gets approved, it's immediately launched onto the card. Uh, what's exciting is if I go and um, swipe it at Best Buy or something, or if, you know, the idea of fraud, it, it doesn't actually go there. But if I go to uh, Starbucks and I swipe the card, boom, it's spent, it's done. But I don't have to reconcile that. Like, I don't have to uh, do any, you know, get away from my money to come back to me. The company will have all the digital information 
So it's being more proactive around that expense. We still will allow for reactive or like the, the, the quick need for expense that people do, but we're actually adding that other layer of technology, which allows you to have that, that corporate card idea. Um, and then we'll just have the fundamental need as an organization around spend. That's awesome. And how does the, the corporate card, I'm like a, we're, we're financial dark. So like, does that sink in through Procurify yeah. or does it come into QuickBooks or how does the, yeah, so it actually, the integration of that card work? Yeah. So it actually goes through Procurify and then, you know, we, the reconciliation is just in like, it's instant. It, it, it just connects uh, awesome. through that information and goes to your back office, like uh, accounting system that you have. And then it's just all it. brought together. So you don't have to do anything. That's kind of one of the, our little secrets is, um, we love tools like yours because it makes our reconciliations so much faster right? and more accurate. And no one, no accountant likes doing that. And so, and Vanessa, our founder, Vanessa Cruz is the one who like found, you know, the, the original cloud tools like Gusto and build.com yeah. and some of these QuickBooks online. But like we, we've been able to start serving uh, like super early seed stage companies at incredibly low price points because of tools like Procurify, because we actually can, do less manual work and it's right. more about setting things up correctly. And so it's great because earlier stage companies are getting great accounting via us and be, via the innovations that people like you are bringing to the market. Um, and it's easy, it's not like the, the bang your head against the wall kind of work that most accountants hate doing. So you, you've made our life better as an accounting firm, which is, which is I, I, awesome. I appreciate that. And, and, and likewise on that side, like, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing I find that organizations for change management, they need people they trust. And what I appreciate about what you guys do is you guys go in there with the right thought knowledge, uh, and the thought process for organizations to, to think about how to best impact themselves, not just for today, but for, for the days to come, you know, and helping them get ahead of that curve and, and bringing in the right mindset, not just the right tools, but the right mindset around those tools actually make a massive difference because a tool is only a tool, how you implement it and how you use it on a regular basis. Yeah. That, that, that is the fundamental, right? We train a lot. We train a lot of CEOs and a lot of operations managers and we'll even train like the rank and file at companies okay. um, to use this stuff because right. we just believe in it so much. So it's, it's a nice combo. So, and then you guys have also made a pretty big initiative into community building lately, which I think is super smart. I'm, I'm a big fan of that, but maybe talk about, and, and I think is, is Danny, your, your community and PR person leading that or who's leading yeah, that initiative? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Procurify. she's, she has been through and through uh, the heart for us around um, really getting connected with the community, uh, the CFOs, operations leaders, and bringing them together. And, and with working with, you know, uh, Cruise Consultant, like you guys have, it, it's great to connect everyone because, um, listen, all of us want to be happy in life. There's no question, right? Like we're all looking for happiness. Nobody can deny that. Like nobody wants to wake up and be unhappy, right? And so like yeah. how, how we fundamentally take our lives into work and what we do matters to us. It matters to the people around us and, and organizations. It's just, it, it's proven. It's scientifically proven. If you're happier at work, you're doing better. You're doing better for the people around you. And it's like, how do we connect these communities uh, and allow them to really leverage each other's knowledge, um, you know, through, and for us, we call it spin culture chats and like bringing these uh, leaders together and to know that they're, they're more valuable than they even think that they, their, their happiness does matter. You know, if they're able to remove some of these non value added tasks, 
and automate some of their life, they can really push themselves to think about, you know, what is their purpose and what is that proactive, like actual value that they can add to themselves and to the company. Also, I'll tell you what makes people happy is not waking up and having seen someone spend $37,000 uh, unapproved, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, a something there. yeah, there's a comfort you, your company brings to people and knowing like things are on the rails yeah. and things aren't going to happen. And so yeah. that, that's part of it. And also as a, like a CFO firm and accounting firm, being able to trust your software and put our clients on it is actually comforting to us. Like I don't have to wake up worrying if like Procurify is going to work or not, or yeah, if I'm going to sure. look really bad in front of the client. So, so there's, I, I, we actually love when we find an awesome tool, like you guys, we get behind it because it makes our life easier. And it, it, as you said, it brings comfort to everyone involved and, and the manager team sleeps easy knowing they're using the best software. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. And I mean, I take that, I don't take that lightly. Like I, I genuinely want to make sure like our entire life is based around making sure we create value for others, right? And our customers, our team, everyone wants to create this deep rooted value so that we, we make people's lives better, right? Like that's the intent. Uh, and that's what we're going to try. <laughs> I totally agree. We we have the same philosophy. If you look if you look on our website or Cora or uh, you know Twitter, yeah. Vanessa especially is just a monster writer. We basically share every best practice we can think of. I love it. And what we've kind of found is, yeah. And I think we've probably written something about you, or we need to write something. Part of this is the podcast of getting this going to promote you guys. But like, we just find that uh, I think you probably share the same belief. Like when you give, it also comes back around oh, in, in unforeseen ways. Unbelievable. Um, and so that's yeah. how we live life too. I really appreciate that. And, and this is what I love actually. You know, I was looking at your guys' materials and uh, I, I love that you guys are actually on the forefront of always sharing that information. And I think that's what makes, uh, I think that's what makes you guys special. It's like you guys, uh, the ability, you guys are some of the, you know, the, the first core relationship we built actually on the, you know, with, uh, and done an event with. And I think it's because we, we connect on the similar values, which is really exciting for me. Uh, thank you. Well, thank you for the kind words. Well, you, this has been a great interview. Same. I Thank would you. love to wrap it up, but let you kind of just, just articulate one more time what Procurify does and how it can make people's lives easier. Oh man, that's like the, always the pressure. I mean, listen, if you want, <laughs> all I think about is empowering your organization to work smarter and simpler around spend and not make it uh, a reactive state. You know, we really want to just focus on people doing the best they can in their day. And I, I, I don't want to, uh, I personally would want people to see Procurify in action for themselves so that it walks the walk and come take a look uh, you know, at the website and if they want to have a conversation about us. I, I feel like my pitching is terrible for this and that I like for it to speak for itself. You've done a good job, and I'm sure you have a very good VP of sales who can uh, can pick up the pitch for you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, we've seen I think just a um, unsolicited testimony here. But like we've seen Procurify in action at a bunch of companies, and we're implementing it across a lot. So we believe we like it. I really recommend people check it out. And it all comes back to those like unhappy surprises you can get, and also don't be the kind of company that waits for the recession before you <laughs> start focusing yeah. on spend. Like I'm yeah. serious, I've seen it. I've been through two two bad recessions. Be the people who are doing it before; it'll really help you. And I'm sure if I can help you do that. So I appreciate. Come on, thank you so much for coming on podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Scott. Really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed that episode of Founders and Friends podcast. Quick shout out to Brex, the first startup credit card. Brex is our sponsor and we really appreciate their support. 
Brex has no personal guarantee for founders. That's a really big deal. It integrates really nicely with QuickBooks. Great rewards that are startup-centric. It's a really nice little tool, and we are seeing it uh, all across the Cruise uh, portfolio of clients. So check it out. And again, if you go through the sign-up flow and type in Cruise, you get a discount. So hopefully you'll check out Brex. Thanks again for the support on the podcast, guys. Take care.